0: Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some Kingdom conversation. Now, here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. What was going on on Facebook? Good morning. Hey, y'all. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, my gosh. Good morning. Hey Nia. Hey Kirby. Hey Vanessa. Hey Masa. Hey my Renaissance grandma. Good morning, y'all. I am Sherry. I want you to share as well. Mmm. Mmm. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Mr. Crenshaw, pastor, man of God, I don't know your title, but good morning. Hey, y'all, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Mm, 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 mm. Where y'all at? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, good morning. Good morning, Natalie hey, beautiful. Good morning, Katina, hey, auntie. Hey, Courtney. Courtney B. I feel like I could make a rap out your name. Good morning, Letitia. Good morning, Kelly. How y'all doing this morning? Thank you for those of y'all that are sharing the video. Um, I appreciate you. God appreciates you. The kingdom appreciates you. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hey. Good morning. Oh join us join us i'm putting it in all my spaces and then we'll get started this morning hey hey sometimes where y'all at this morning hey gary green good morning hey miss pat hey bessie my godmother's name was bessie hey jeanette hey Teresa. hey cynthia hey miss Artie. Oh my gosh. Good morning. Y'all pray for Judah and Josiah this morning. You found the pieces, Joe. The last piece back there. (laughs) That's a good one. Uh, That's not, where's our little good lady? Those are the best pieces. Get, that's the best pieces. It's not going to get lost. You got to trust the process, Josiah. Y'all, I'm sorry. I'm being a mother before we get started this morning. Josiah has some art pieces he needs to submit. Josiah, you got to trust the process. Those are your stronger, better pieces. Give them your best work. You're giving the Lord your best work. Please do so. <laughs> Y'all, pray for these strong young men that I parent in this house. This fine, Joe. But please give her the other piece. Please trust the process. Your piece is gonna come back safe. They're gonna be protected. Josiah is an artist, and he is sensitive about his stuff. Oh my God, Judah! I need you to get Lex, please. Oh, Joe, put the gate up real quick. Good morning, y'all. I am Parish. Y'all, thank you, Miss. Ren- my Renaissance grandma says she's praying for the young Josie, young men. You better, y'all need to pray. For I lo- lay alternate hands on them. <laughs> uh, they going to get some hands this morning. It's going to be some alternate hands. Uh-uh. It's going to be some alternate hands this morning. So go on and pray. Go on and lift them up in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jojo. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, I really try to be a gentle parent, do gentle parenting, and sometimes they test my gangster. So this morning, they tested my gangster. I need them to let me be a gentle parent today. I want to be gentle. Come on, y'all. We getting ready to pray, share the video with yours Hey, Sonia. I'm trying to be gentle parent, but they they testing the gangster this morning. They ain't going to let me be easy, and I'm going to deliver promises if they keep it up. They know that, too good morning good morning good morning thank y'all for tagging people thank you for inviting people in it is Friday, November what the fourth. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am Lakeisha M. Johnson, aka LMJ. I don't think I have said that absolutely all week. And you can call me LMJ if this is your first time. That's what my friends call me. That's what I prefer. Um, and you can call this a so good morning to you. We get ready to pray. I've been meditating on some things. Yesterday's devotional was strong. And if you were not on this yesterday's devotional, you need to go back and get it. One of the most beautiful things is that Coffee and Conversations has a YouTube channel that you can go replay, watch videos, stop, pause, slow them down, and take notes. Don't be afraid to do that if something is shared um, that gives, um, that impacts you. One of my strongest defense has been my ability to meditate The word of God, like and to meditate on it, like to chew on it, to not rush to the next thing and to really get um, uh, what I need to get out of it. Remember, remember um, wisdom. And knowledge is not enough to just have information, right? A lot of times people have information. Um, It's not enough to just have information. You need revelation. And when I have revelation, Tina, I got possession of it. When I got revelation, Shamika, I got possession of it. When I got revelation... Um, I got possession of it, and so you want to possess that thing. Can you put that? Can you put that in the comments and your notes today? I need to possess the Word of God. Woo! I need to possess that thing. I need to be able to possess it. I need to be able to take hold of it, because wisdom brings about principles and teaches us how to properly operate in the Word of God, and we want to properly operate in the Word of God, and we want to properly live kingdom out. Um, when we say the joy of the Lord is our strength, we don't want that to be a particular scripture. We want the joy of the Lord to really be our strength. We want to know where that joy. So we got to possess the word of God. It's got to be revelation. It's got to be what we live in. It's got to be what we walk in. We're not going to be no lukewarm, watered down, half Christians. Throwing around scriptures, but we don't possess the word of God and live in that revelation. So we need possession of the word of God. Hebrews 4 reminds us the word of God is alive and active and sharp. That means the word of God is working and doing things. Thank you all for those of y'all throwing and giving. The word of God is active, alive, and doing something. And you need that to be moving in your. Life. You need that to be evident in your life. You need to see the power of God. We've been praying since the beginning of the year, Ephesians 1. 17 through 21 over us, right? Open the eyes of my understanding to the hope of who you call me to be in Christ Jesus so I can walk in revelation, so I can walk in power. God did not want you here walking in a limited power. Jesus said, I came so you could have life and have life more abundantly. I don't know about you, but I need to live the abundant life that's promised to me, not just in heaven, but here on earth. There are some things that Jesus wanted us to possess here. There were some experiences he wanted us to have here. There were some miracle signs and wonders that needed to appear here. There were some um, things that God, I know, wants to do for us. I love y'all too. Hey, be safe, be wise. Joe, you know what to do. Remember, um, Mr. call is going to show you how to tape his feet. Judah, let love, light, lead you, right? Don't be wise in your own eyes. And the only peer pressure is who? All right, go go be great, go be love, and I'll talk to y'all later. They have practice, early morning practice. So I have to do my little mommy things that I do with them in the morning. I love y'all so much. So have a good day, okay? Love you more. Um, so we, we need to learn how to possess these things. I don't want to be, I don't want to be just here existing. When what God has promised and who God is can open the door for so much more. So, how I get revelation through that is through the Word of God. It's not by possessing a religion or possessing a set of rules, it's by the relationship that I have with God that brings, and then the Word of God brings me into alignment. When Jesus Christ died, for your sins and you accepted him as Lord and savior. This was the start of something good, my goodness. This was the start of something good. This was more better, right? And so then when you accepted him, what you said is, okay, not my will, but your will be done. Like, not my will. This is not my will. And then, so in essence, what you really said was make me over. And then what happened was it happened immediately. It really happened like immediately. It did not happen late. It happened immediately. But unfortunately, because the of man, and because of sin in our lives and because of culture and because of everything, this is why we got to be patient with people. This is why you got to accept and receive the grace for yourself, because what happened really happened immediately. At the moment you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, it really happened for you. Like, bam, you was new. Like, bam, you was new. Bam, you started over. Bam, it was a fresh start. Bam, it was a fresh beginning, right? And then God becomes your father, right? And then what's important is we go to Romans 12, 1, right? And we're presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice. We're laying down our bodies and saying, you know what? Um, I'm putting myself before you, Lord, and then I'm going to study your word and meditate your precepts. God is not a genie in a bottle. This is not like, I'm going to study your word and I'm going to meditate your precepts. So I know what it really means for me to be like Christ, because the point of accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and savior is that we become more like Christ. So I'm accepting your word so that I can learn, and I'm going to learn how to live in your word. And the thing that I need to realize is that my, my body. Just being honest, my body, my flesh is going to resist this. <laughs> my flesh ain't going to, my flesh. I need to help somebody this morning. My flesh. So when it feels strange, your flesh is absolutely going to say, mm mm. <laughs> uh, mm mm. I think it's 1 Corinthians 2.14 tells us what's by the spirit, right? It can only be conceived, received, and understood by the spirit. And we are spirit beings. God is a spirit. Those who worship him, worship him in spirit and truth. So your flesh is going to resist this. Your flesh is going to say to you multiple times that the word of God doesn't make sense. But Lakeisha, what about when it talks about being slaves and all that other stuff? Those were cultural appropriations for the time. How do we apply them here? Go back, get the context of the text to see how it can apply to my life right now. (laughs) He was teaching us how to walk in peace, how to walk more like Christ, how to stand um, in provision, according to the word of God, right? So that's where we are. That's the journey that we're in. And it's not going to make sense. Can you put this in your notes? This will not make sense to my flesh. My flesh will always argue with the word of God. Your flesh is always going to argue with the word of God. Shankwita is going to say, mm-mm, mm-mm. this doesn't make sense. Don't believe this. Your, your flesh has already been built up in mistrust. Your flesh has already um, culturally been in a strange place. Like it's it's going to be hard. So when people like read your Bible daily, <laughs> you should read your Bible daily. That's not what I'm saying. But when you start reading your Bible daily, what's going to happen next is there's going to be some resistance because this is new information and our body and our flesh build something the way our brains are wired um, called muscle memory. I'm just trying to give y'all some basics so that you don't get. So we can get stop dealing with this offense. So we can begin to grow in the things of God and see the the fruit, the results of God's wisdom in our life. Come on, now. This is called empowerment. Good morning, Joyce. This is called empowerment. So it's not gonna make sense. It's not gonna. It's not gonna make sense what I'm about to share with you today. It's not gonna make sense. Um, that the Word of God tells us. Yeah, come on, that's good. She said, we got to trust the process. Woo! I'm putting that in my notes today. Can y'all put that in y'all notes today? We have to trust the process. We got to know that God, um, we got to know that God knows better for us than we know for ourselves. Like we got to trust that God knows better for us. Like God knows better for me than I know for myself. So I got to trust the process. I got to trust his word. I got to trust what he's saying. I can't hold this in a religious box. I've got to understand that this comes from understanding God is my father. Now, where this will be difficult, (laughs) let me just be real, real, where this is going to be difficult for some of us is if you didn't have good parents, and I'm not just going to say a good father, because it could be a mother as well. If you did not have good parents, it's going to be difficult for you to trust God. And the reason is as father, like as father, you may see him as protector. You may see him as provider. But to see him as your full-blown father, it will be so hard for you to trust him. And the reason that it'll be so hard for you to trust him is because distrust and mistrust has already been built up for a parental figure. Oh, this is so deep today. Come on, this is so deep today. Distrust and mistrust has already been built up um, for my father figure. But also, if I had a perverse type thinking to what parents to what parents and who parents and how parents are, right? That's going to put me in a limited perspective. Come on, Jazz. um, This is going to put me in a limited perspective of how I see God. So then the relationship between God and I have to really be built from from the ground up. And then I've got to give God permission. Woo! Come on. I got to give God permission to come in and be Father. And then I got to become self-aware and and let the Holy Spirit operate in my life and show me, you know, hey, this is fear operating. This is anxiety operating. This is worry operating. Right. Because the things that have already happened to me um, have already happened to me early, which are preventing me really from seeing God as my father and from trusting God at the capacity that I need and want and hope to trust God. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. This is what maturity looks like. This is what wisdom looks like. This is what understanding looks like. This is what revelation looks like. So this morning, ask yourself, put in your notes, right? Do I trust God as my father? Put that in your notes because that's something to ponder on and we don't spend enough time pondering we go with the religious flow we go with whatever somebody is preaching and saying and strikes us and makes us feel good but we are not tapping into the deep things of God and God calls out for the deep the deep call it for the deep like I deep the deep the deep call it for the deep like the deep calls for the deep the deepest calling for something deeper like the deepest calling for something like deeper so i gotta ask myself do i trust god to be my father like really do i trust god to be my father like do i trust him to be my father so that um um So that I, I get it or understand or get revelation or have understanding or whatever, because if I don't trust God to be my father, then there's already going to be a problem in this relationship. And then when the rebuild or the restructuring occurs through the word of God, I'm going to be very resistant to it. And then if, come on, somebody say if, put if in the comments, if, 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 like, come on, if, 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 come on, put if. If if that is already there, then the likelihood for me to be transformed, if the likelihood for me to receive the hard places from God um, will be very sketchy, especially if I didn't have good parents. Woo! Come on, especially if I didn't have good parents, if I didn't have good parents or if my parents were strange, the likelihood that I trust God is my father will come with a big if. Um, if my father never provided for me, I would be a workaholic. If nobody ever told me and taught me God can provide, I'll be a workaholic. If if um, I don't come to know um, God as healer or have never experienced him as healer and nobody even taught me that or culturally I couldn't conceive that, then that won't even ever make sense to me, right? If I don't know God as father, um, the boys and I were having a very deep conversation. I think I shared this and I think it's appropriate to share it here. And. They were, we had watched the movie Courageous because they had remastered it and we were sitting there and, and the whole theme of Courageous is um, talking about the father figure in the home. And as we finished watching Cour- Courageous, I was asking, I looked at both of them. I said, I want to ask you something. I said, does the fact that daddy died, like the daddy didn't abandon you, abuse you, has that made it easier for y'all um, with not having a father in the home? And both of them were like, nope, that has not necessarily made it easier. It has still been hard, right? It has still been hard. Um, Josiah said, what helps me is I had some of dad and I know what a good father is. And then Judah was like, absolutely, it's not been easy. Absolutely, it has not helped me whatsoever. Like, but what has helped me, mother, what has sustained me, mother, is that I really know God as father and it's that you have not fallen apart. And had you fallen apart, then I would be a hot mess. So this taught me that my sustaining my relationship with God, not because my kids will tell you, I do not force God on them. I do not force um, my God on them. I live in an example and a lifestyle before them. And I pray that they eat off my tree. I've been in the season. Now, you got to go to church in my house. It's me and my house. We're going to serve the Lord. But. I don't force like the relationship with God and they've been in some strange places lately, but I can't force this upon them. And so when he said this, it helped me to understand that my relationship with God is what is impacting their relationship with God because they really Judah doesn't really know what a father is. He, he was four when my late husband died. Right? So I'm telling you this, I'm telling you the deep, the deepness of what could prevent you from you receiving God, you know, as father, Um, and it may not be necessarily that you know how a father operates, but it may be that you need to learn how a good parent operates, and if you never had access to a good parent, and I'm praying right now that the Lord, if you have never had access to the good parent, that the Lord release a surrogate in your life that will love you at the capacity to help you understand that there is really good parenting available and that you really learn to receive God as Lord and Savior. And so one day Josiah walked in and he said, can I tell you something? I said, yeah. He said, you make me want to know your God. Like you make me want to know your God. Like the um, the, the deepness, the passion that you have in your relationship with God is what makes me want to know your God. So me, showing them or them seeing God as father what has compelled them to seek after and to want a relationship with father, right? Because the example is, and it's not pretty because I do some stuff, but the example of the relationship between a father and a daughter is exemplified. And that is what that is what the what is grabbing them and grabbing the hearts, right? So the same for us needs to occur because many of us have had false starts, bad beginnings, um, mistrust is there, and we couldn't re- we couldn't understand like why, why is it so hard for me? Come on, Holy Spirit. This is it. I hear you, Lord. Why is it so hard for me to have a consistent relationship with God. Like, I, why is it so over me? Well, you ain't never seen nobody be consistent with God. And I'm talking about in a relationship, not religion. Many of us, like I killed my older children's life with God at first. Like I killed it by over-churching, um, by over-serving um, by never being transparent and vulnerable by lording over them like I killed I know that I hurt and damaged their relationship and I've repented for this oh my god um because and and by being all of these things and I know it because we've had some deep conversations and they've shared that with me like they've told they told me like my oldest son said you presented yourself, a particular way and so i thought that's how you were and i thought that's how all women were so when i got married and i got my wife i expected her to respond to life a particular way because of how you presented yourself i'm gonna I'm help we're gonna get free today because you presented yourself a certain way I thought that my wife was supposed to be this way and when my wife did not respond in life in this particular fashion I thought something was wrong with her but in all reality mama son was wrong with you. <laughs> ah! Ah! Oh my god. I I, I it was something it was really something wrong with you. And can I tell you something? was really something wrong with me i had been in church all my life i had religion down to a pack like pack i had it down to a t i didn't even know i had religion down to a t because i had seen the hand of god i experienced some miracles i had um i had some real emotional moments with god and because i had these real emotional moments with god I don't know where this is flowing from, but I'm going to let it flow. Because I had these real emotional moments with God. Then I assumed God and I were in this really deep relationship. But what was really happening was like a lot of religious overture. And I was acting the part and acting in the part, but not in a true relationship. Because when you go back and inspect my tree, the fruit was not available. Woo! The fruit was not available the fruit was there not, not there i didn't have joy um i did not operate in patience my love was very limited um when my children didn't do as i asked i lost self-control come on y'all come on now the peace of god was not ruling in my heart or really come on this galatians come on y'all this is what it looks like when the fruit of the spirit is evident in your life, joy, love, peace, patience, Galatians 5 and 22, come on, joy, love, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, and then anytime pressure was being applied in my life, my faithfulness to God was questioned and changed, come on, come on, come on, come on, like, come on, come on, come on, So dried up and in dead places, but acting the part, right? But acting the part. So, right? But I didn't realize, like, I didn't have my my biological father in my life until I was 13. Um, I did not have uh, my stepfather. I had a stepfather who was kind of abusive. Um, There was my mother whom I loved tremendously. But there was so much dysfunction. I'm not going to lie. There was so dis- there, there, there was so much dysfunction around me, and so many wrong examples of what a relationship with God looks like. That I was um, I was paralyzed to a certain state and a place in God that would not allow me to properly be planted. Go over to Matthew, parable of the soils, and it talks about the condition of your heart. I've done several teachings on that on YouTube. You can go back and grab them. Start with Matters of the Heart. And so so I because of this my heart was not pliable, my heart was not tender, my heart was not responsive to the word of God or to who God was. And so there was a false sense of relationship of God From father to daughter, and it was rooted in a lot of erroneous thinking, thinking and wrong thing. But there was a break. There was a break. There was a break, and the break came, and the break happened, um, just in a pivotal moment with God. That is why I tell people all the time: just keep showing up. (laughs) Like I need you to keep showing up. Like keep showing, even if you don't get it. Even if you don't understand it, like keep showing up. Your consistency to show up, right? But show up quiet. Um, Show up um, trying to gain understanding. Show up um, real, real. Like, God, I don't know. I don't know about this thing with you. I don't understand this thing with you. I promise I've never properly had it. Like, so teach me this. Like, keep showing up. Like, just keep showing up, right? Because eventually something will break. Eventually, something will happen. Eventually, you will come to a place where um, you and the Holy Spirit will come face to face and he will lead you into a depth of God you've never experienced. You've already made the big step by accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So consistency builds momentum. Y'all. Consistency builds like consistency builds momentum, right? Consistency does something to keep showing up, but show up pliable. And what I mean by show up pliable, show up moldable, show up. Um, open don't show up offended right show up in a space where you're giving god the freedom to be god in your life even when you don't understand like many of you have come to a space where you know you know i know i need to be with god i know god is real i just can't articulate all the other particular pieces that's the the beginning right so if i stay there and i continue to show up in the spaces and the places my God, that God is leading me to, something will break. You're not always going to be dry. You're not always going to be listless. You're not always going to be dead. You're not always going to be shallow. Something will break inside of you because whether you know it or not, right? Whether you know it or not, something is happening on the inside of you. My God, Something is happening on the inside of you. And the reason something is happening on the inside of you is because of what I share with you in Hebrews 4 and 12. So we're getting ready to pray some things, and then we're gonna get off here. And then, ladies, remember go to the website, subscribe, because I want you to get it. We releasing pillow talk a little bit later today, um, so that you can get registered for that. I'm so excited about this event. I'm so excited about the pillow talk December 17th. But I want you to get this, I want to get ready to pray because. I want to pray away some things um, that align with the spirit so that we can receive some things that align with the spirit. Right. I, I want to pray. I want to pray like David pray, creating us a clean heart and renewing us a steadfast spirit. Right. I want to pray like in Ezekiel, Lord God, remove from us the heart of stone and give us a heart of flesh so that we can heal from the things of our past. I wanna break and destroy the power of oppression, my God off our life, in the name of Jesus, so that we feel the freedom. We are not, let me, let me give us this, we are not supposed to live an oppressed life. We are not, Jesus came so we can be free and free indeed, right? put that in the comments today um I'm free I'm free I'm free put that in your notes today I'm free I'm free I'm free I'm supposed to be free I'm supposed to be free right when we are oppressed that means I'm subservient right I'm distressed I'm anxious and I'm uncomfortable no he said John 10 10 Jesus said look that's the day y'all know I got a hip-hop version Jesus said look <laughs> they ain't me doing that to you <laughs> that that ain't me trying to that ain't me that ain't me i don't care what the church done told you i don't care i ain't, i'm not operating like that like are there consequences to seeing yeah that ain't how i get down this is this that ain't how i get down he said that i came to offer you an abundant life like i came to offer you an abundant life so this spirit of oppression this thing that has tried to leave you distressed this thing that's tried to leave you anxious this try tried the thing that tries to leave you uncomfortable we drive that out right now in the name of Jesus. We speak to oppression and command and tell it to leave and go in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, we ask that you open the eyes of our understanding because he who the son set free is free indeed. Let us walk in the freedom that was bought with a high price. Oh my God, let us get past limited a limited scope of thinking of what a relationship looks like with you, Lord God, break and destroy the strongholds in our minds that have held us captive and kept us in repetitive cycles where we have received Oppression as our truth break and destroy depression off our life, break and destroy anxiety off our life, break and destroy fear off our life, break and destroy worry off our life. Oh my God, Lord God. I thank you that we have the freedom to walk in a changed mind. My God, thank you, Lord God. We seal this in the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that destroys yokes are being destroyed lord god that we can come bold before our father that we come into a deeper intimate relationship with him thank you father god that our mind is the mind of christ and our will is the will of god strengthen us Woo! strengthen us today O lord anoint us to do hard things give us the grace for parenting give us the grace for marriage Lord God, let us receive and walk in your power, Lord God. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart align with victory. Oh my God. Lord God, we coming out today. We coming out of oppression. We coming out of depression. We coming out of anxiety. We coming out of fear. We coming out of worry. We coming out of limitations. Anything that's holding us back, anything that's Keeping us from walking into a further deeper relationship with you. Break and destroy those yokes today. Woo! In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. He who the Son says free is free indeed. You free. You're free. You free. Oppression. Like oppression is the only thing that will keep you like, and it's a mindset. Because the goal is to keep you bound, distressed, anxious, and uncomfortable. Come on. Jeff Bezell said that so well. Align my mind and heart with you, Father God. Oh, my God. Now, receive that freedom. Don't go try to overthink it. Don't go try to overfill it. Right. What does it mean to be free? Don't don't receive it. Lord, I receive the benefits of the freedom that comes from Jesus. Like I receive this in Jesus name. Don't try to go overthink it. Don't go try to make it make you think it's something you got to do. These are your rights that comes from your righteousness. And can I tell you what happens? The more you keep showing up. The more you keep meditating the word of God, the more you keep muttering over the word of God. Guess what's going to happen? The Holy Spirit is going to do the work. Philippians 1 and 6 says, God will finish this thing. You ain't got to finish yourself. You keep bringing him your brokenness. You keep bringing him your contrite spirit. You keep bringing him your hard places. Ask him, Lord, increase my discernment to what I can't see. Lord help me to see me show me me show me the hard places show me the things that don't look like you show me where my fear has led me show me where i've been discouraged show me where i'm fended show me where i'm hard show show me show me where i'm lazy um show me where i'm um, I'm not walking like you. Help me to stop making excuses for my sinful nature and my sinful ways, Lord God. Remove anybody from my life that does not need to be here and give me the strength and the courage to let them go. Come on now, pray bold prayers today. Pray bold prayers today. Pray, but Lord, help me to overcome. Lord, I don't have enough. I don't know enough. Lord, give me my daily bread today. Woo! Give me my portion and strength of wisdom. I ain't going to even worry about tomorrow and the next day. Give me my daily portion today. Give me what you what you want and have for me today, Lord God. Give me the instructions for today. Give me the wisdom for today. Lord God, let me be effective for you, Lord God. And where I'm weak, Lord God, I receive your grace. Woo! Where I'm weak, I receive your grace in jesus name amen Woo! oh my god lord i thank you for fresh prayers fresh grace fresh rain Woo! fresh manna. whatever it is that your children need in this season let it be fresh fresh oil run today fresh strength today lord god my god your power to be seen and released on this earth Pour out your spirit on your sons and daughters today, Lord God. Let the power of God be evident. Let us reign in truth. Unclog our religious spiritual ears. Woo! My God, break cycles and destroy yokes of religious thought processes. My God, yep, Charisse, Holy Spirit, go be my advocate today. Go before me today. You speak in the ears of the doors that are supposed to be open. You you guide me towards the people I'm supposed to connect with. You write my conversations and my text messages today. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. What a powerful prayer the Holy Spirit just prayed today, and I thank Him for that. Um, receive the fullness of that for myself, for LMJ Ministries, for all of our partners, for my children. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for praying and having Your way today in Jesus' name. Amen. Two things: if the Lord places it on your heart, <laughs> ask Him. Don't walk away. Don't. Anytime we start talking about money, people get offended. It's an assignment of the enemy. Uh, that's what He loves to do. He loves to tell us to justify. Ask, pause, pray, Lord. You want me to sow a seed into this ministry? And then sometimes it's not even about asking. It's just about doing what God wants you to do or doing the right thing. Partner with us. Every time you partner with us, you help us to continue to get the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world. You help us with Feed the Streets. You help us with Single Mothers. There's so many ways you help us today. So partner with us today. Go to the website, lmjministries.org, and give there. And then cash at us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. And stop focusing and worrying about the amount. The amount doesn't matter. Just obey God. He wants your very best whatever that is. Second thing is if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I need you to do me a favor. Do me a favor. This is the day. This is your moment. This is your new beginning. This is your fresh start. This is how all that royal dopeness is going to come up out of you. You need to know Jesus and he needs to become Lord and Savior. And it starts with you first recognizing and acknowledging that he died for your sins. There's nothing that you have done or could do that will make God not love you. That's the whole point of Jesus. Jesus died for your sins. And then he was raised from the dead. That's the supernatural power of God working in this earth and working in your life. And then what you need to do is make a confession of faith. And maybe you've already made a confession of faith. Maybe you just need a fresh start this morning. Maybe you kind of fell off. Maybe you forgot the process. Maybe you've been living in mistrust. Maybe you decided you were going to try it your own way like me. And then you come back into a place like, no, I need to get back before the Lord. I need this partnership with Jesus. I want you to repeat it. After me, dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life and to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that that, pray that prayer, send me an email, info at justbeandlmj.com. I want to give you some materials, but I also want to disciple you. Ladies, prayer call in the morning, um, registration. For Pillow Talk release this evening, if you've never been on a prayer call, you ought to show up. It's a whole different space. It's a whole different design. It's not just prayer. It's devotional. It's fellowship. It's probably one of the most untainted, vulnerable places I've ever seen. We'll send out information through the email, how to log on. You can go join our group, Coffee and Conversations Ladies Bible Study. And then you know what? We'll be right back in the flow of things next week. I love you. God love you. I love you. God love you. I love you. God loves you so much more. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience the power and the love. My God, through you. Remember, he who the son said free. Baby, you free. You free. Go be free free today. Go be free today. I love y'all. I'll see you ladies on the prayer call. See the rest of y'all next week. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.